welcome back to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Also, be sure to check out the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And if you listen to this podcast on iTunes, which you should, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Today, joined by Simba Webster out of Eastern Washington, keeping with our 2019 NFL Draft prospect interview. Simba, how you doing this morning? Good, good, good. Happy to be here. First time I saw you play, man, was the FCS title game. Um, I was at that North Dakota State game. Tough loss for you guys, but I was like, man, this guy is tearing this secondary up. Clutch plays, <laughs> crucial situations. I thought you played well in that, in that in that matchup. Can you take me through that whole process of that playoff run and getting to Frisco, Texas, and the performance you had, although it was in a losing effort? I mean, the process was huge, you know, just uh, our team, you know, uh, I mean, dealing with just injuries all throughout the season, you know what I'm saying, key players, I mean, getting taken out and everything. So, you know what I'm saying, uh, secondary players had to come in and step up, and they played well all through the season, playoff games crucial learn i mean we kind of came together you know each and every game to try to pull it off and then we got to the championship i mean what the state great team <laughs> very huge i'm a great great team but uh we with a hard fought game you know i'm proud of my guys i'm saying this um in my performance i feel like uh you know i gave my all you know for my team and everything so that's all i can do now you registered your first two your first year there and then the next two years you you slowly developed a, a unique role because you came out of high school as a quarterback Right. You you got your start as, as a retirement for the first few years, and right. then you took over into the receiver position and really balled out. So, But the funny part is you were one of the top returners in the big sky. You kind of took your time with this process. What were some of the benefits for you from redshirting? Well, I, I get to really break down and understand my position, you know, because, I mean, going I mean, coming from quarterback, going to receiver, um, I mean, especially at the college level, it's a big transition, you know. There's guys that haven't played this position all their lives. So um, I had to really watch film and, and watch the people in front of me, especially like Cooper Cup and Kenneth Bourne and those guys. They really uh, took their hands. Um, I mean, uh, brought me in and really made me to who I am today, you know. And I've been I've been watching film on them since the beginning. So I just kept watching film. And then guys, that, of course, in the NFL, like Antonio Brown and everybody, I was watching film, watching film. So then to really emulate that and put that in my game. So when things – yeah, I, I mean, after that, things really got slower for me, you know. At first, things were fast, you know. I was – I wasn't – I wasn't <laughs> – I mean, like, to be honest, I wasn't that good. But as I keep trusting the process, things got better and better for me. And then, you know – uh my last two years was great for me. That experience as a quarterback in high school, how did that kind of help give you a unique perspective once you really started to hit mm -hmm. the field fully as a receiver? Well, you know, uh, me throwing the ball to guys and see, and seeing how, how 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 to make them comfortable and, you know what I'm saying, where to put the ball at and everything and how to read defenses. I mean, you can kind of use that type of advantage type of, uh, I mean, I mean like IQ advantage to, I mean, as a receiver. You know, you can, t you can help the quarterback out just, you know what I'm saying, uh, of your point of view of where you're seeing and everything. So then I'm kind of, you know, being, I mean, playing the mental game as well, you know. So I get to help my QB out and see and tell him what's open or what or what's not or what's, I mean, what play is going to work, running play, uh, pass play, wherever, you know what I'm saying, how we can eat up the defense. So it's great to have that type of IQ so you can help out your team as well. Do you feel as though your your time as a kickoff returner kind of helped develop you a little bit even more as a receiver? Because I know returning punts is 
it's kind of help you route, uh, as a route runner, but as returning kickoffs, probably help you more so in the open field than anything, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, it's, um, you know, just being fast and trying to read, uh, read blocks, read hits, and then just hitting that hole and just trying to take off, you know, and then try to beat the man. I mean, beat every man. So definitely for sure. Uh, returning has, I mean, being a returner has definitely helped me. And, you know, hopefully uh, that could be something I can do at the next level. Well, you blossomed this year as a receiver, nearly 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns. You were winning inside. You were winning outside. You know, you're showing good versatility. And you know at the, you know, with your position, there's one of maybe four spots you could potentially play, whether it's split, flanker, bigger inside guy, or a slot guy. Where do you feel as though your skill set is ideally suited to play at the next level? Or do you think you can be that guy that can play inside or out? I feel like I can play inside or out, you know. Um, I played – so my junior year, I played outside the whole year. Then uh, senior year, I played more inside, but I still played outside. So I got the best – I mean, the best of both worlds, you know. Um, but both I really excelled at, I feel like. And I can really uh, use my my athletic ability to make plays, you know what I'm saying, for my team and everything. So um, whether it's inside or outside, I just – you know, I just want to, you know what I'm saying, play ball. I think you kind of went to a great university, to be honest, for for your development, man. You talk about Eastern Washington, uh, you know, Big Sky Conference. You get a lot of experience, in, you know, against great secondary players. Plus, your particular program developed two guys that you already brought up there in the NFL. How had Eastern Washington mm -hmm. kind of helped prepare you for this NFL opportunity? Well, Eastern Washington, you know, I came up learned my Eastern Washington uh, through a guy named Taiwan Jones, who was from my neighborhood, and. Um, they had a great program from what I've seen just, uh, just coming up, you know, them make it to the championship right before, you know, I, I was able to even, uh, I mean, I get there. So the, the great program, um, it's kind of, you know, at first you see it was receiver you, you know, you got all these all American receivers and, you know, me translate to a receiver. I was like, okay, I want to be, you know what I'm saying? I want to be that guy, you know? So I mean, coming in, of course it wasn't my time, you know, guys like Cooper cup, uh, Kendrick Bourne, Shaq Hill and those guys, they've they've had a mark you know so i have to actually listen and not try to not try to fight it but just listen be patient for my time and then once it was you know what i'm saying once they uh were able to go to the next level and, and it's my time for what they taught me i just you know kind of left what they left you know a high standard you know trying to be the best receiver out there yeah, that's one thing that, that was impressive about you guys, the fact that you guys kind of run guys out there, man. You lose three, he come the next three, and, you know, it's it, it doesn't stop. It doesn't, it's like the ball just keep rolling uh, at that position. And and speaking of that position, if you if you were putting on your scouting hat and breaking down a receiver position, what are some of the things that you would look for to say, okay, this guy can definitely play the position at the next level? Well, the mechanics, um, the mechanics. Mechanics, hand, uh, handwork, you know, off press, definitely that. That's that, that. That's something that Eastern really emphasized when as receivers, working hands, get off press, and then run crisp routes and help yourself make the the, the best the best uh, separation possible. And of course, there's gonna be great DBs out there, and who's gonna who's gonna be tight on you at all times, you know, just create contact. And that's the one thing that we also work on is. Uh, catching with contact you know we work on that a lot of a lot when i was at eastern so you know just being being able to win those 50 50 balls that's that's one thing that we try to make consistent with us and everything which kind of made us who we are you know it's funny you bring that up because i, I noticed that about your game you wasn't a, afraid of contact 
And there's many different ways to catch a 50-50 ball. A lot of people just think it's going up top and playing above the rim. Right. But you can position yourself to take a shot uh, in the back or, you know, you can you, you pick and choose when to create a ball, when to attack it with your hands. And that all comes from, I guess, you getting that teaching at Eastern Washington because I, I noticed that and how you attack the ball. Like, you you know when and where to choose your spots to use your arms, use your hands, use your body. And I thought that was a little bit of nuance about your game that I think is is criminally underrated. What are you feel as though your game right now is being underrated? Well, I feel like my game – I mean, me being that big receiver, tall receiver, uh, being able to uh, – really kind of like bulldoze guys you know i guess you could say <laughs> uh <laughs> so i mean i mean that's all right though you know what i'm saying guys are different you know guys have different aspects of their games but that's not me my my game is you know trying to stay one step ahead you know like really trying to set guys up you know what i'm saying and then break them down and then and then have them guessing on where i'm where i'm about to go and then they guess wrong that's you know what i'm saying that's me and me using my mechanics that I've learned and still and still learning, I can I feel like I can definitely have I have a lot to grow. You know, of course, going trying to be professional is gonna be guys that are the real deal, of course. And I just have a lot to grow, so I feel like as of right now, uh, I have the tools that can play at the next level. But I'm still trying to build up some some more attributes to my game. I watched you sacrifice so many dbs in the open field and it was it was it was becoming hilarious how you see the setup coming then you break this guy down and he like grasping for air and you also look at how you perform well in the big games i just talked about how i was at the ndsu game earlier in the season the one tape i watched when i broke down your game was the central washington game um that's an opener that's a team that's you know in the same state uh and you really torched them as well northern arizona was a big game too how has playing in the big sky kind of just helped prepare you for what you're going to face? Because, you again, the passing game in the big sky is great, but the byproduct of that is so is the secondary. So you got to see a lot of top talent each and every week in that conference. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, big sky, you know, is, is really competitive. You know, we have a lot of teams that are ranked. And, and, then, they, and then knowing that Eastern is the top dog, they want to take us down. So it, it, when, when it's uh, Eastern week, they're dialing up a game plan to try to take us down. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's a big week for them. So, I mean, of course, a big week for us too. But it's like they have a real big ambition to try to take us down, you know. So uh, each and every week, we're just – I mean, I'm just trying to just help my team out some way, somehow, create ways to, to attack defense and everything like that. And then secondaries, of course, they're, they're the real deal, you know. Uh, I think in in that U, they had so I mean I'm mean, like coming off the, uh, the beginning of the year they had what three or four all conference DBs, so I definitely had a chip on my shoulder. Okay, okay, and they're they're gonna come in trying to think like you know they can lock us up, you know. So I, I was telling my guys, man, like look, you know what I'm saying we gotta show that we're the real deal, you know. Uh, let them think they're all conference, but they're gonna get exposed. <laughs> so that was one thing that. I have like you know what I'm saying. I want to bring, I want to bring that competitiveness to the game, and show that I'm not bowing down to nobody. That showed in that playoff game against Maine. You know, Maine came in riding high, man, like big dogs on the block. You know, oh, knocking teams out left exactly. and right in the playoffs. And here they come get yeah. smashed by Issa Washington. I was like, wow. You know, so it <laughs> it speaks to 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 what you're saying, man. As far as 
how you lead and how you go out there and execute and, and lead by example. You had your pro day. How did you feel as though it went? What were some of the takeaways you got from scouts and, and how unique is that experience of really playing in front of, of guys that essentially, uh, you know, can can judge your, your fate as a football player is different than playing in front of large crowds. It's a really unique situation. How was that experience for you? Well, experience just with pro day and everything, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's a, it's a crazy process, you know, uh, with the, just with the training and everything like that. And then just trying to, I mean, do all that pre um, preparation for one day, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, it's, 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 uh, it's a great experience, but you know, it's also like, ah, come on. When for the day to come, I just gotta do, do this one day. I saw one day, just, I right, knock it all out, but it was good though. Um, I tested pretty good. I mean, pretty well with uh, like Eldra, Three Cone, uh, Broad, um, Forty, and everything like that. You know, I just you know, just want to just help myself in this uh, in this business, and just trying to make my uh, make my situation the, the best possible. So, I'm now is all in God's hands. You did a lot at Eastern Washington, man. I think you you put yourself in position to where you're gonna find yourself on a pro team this upcoming fall because again special teams value ability to play inside and out you play bigger than what you're listed as uh, which is always huge and you see what the best receiver in the game right now is about your size uh in antonio brown so if you're good enough you're big enough and if you ball out like you did at eastern washington you're definitely gonna have some success at the next level when, when you look at you know moving forward all of what you went through man you know as far as like the red shirt Going from quarterback to receiver, starting in special teams right. first two years, then now blossoming as a receiver. I'm pretty sure you have a lot of lessons you've learned from football. What is the biggest thing football taught you? The biggest thing football has taught me is patience and just trust the process, like literally, you know, uh, being able to be versatile to do everything, not just at your position, but being able to do special teams and everything like that, you know, um, that was, I mean, I was, I mean, like that was the big, um, the biggest thing for me was being able to be available at all times, um, because you know, at the next level, you know, there's gonna be times where it's gonna be sacrifice where you, like, they're gonna need a guy on special teams or you know, what I'm saying, need a guy somewhere, and you can, you can't just be that guy that's just like, oh, I, I, I just play this, I just play that. You got to be able to uh, be versatile and help your team out somewhere somehow, and I, and and I, and I feel like I bring that to the game, um. And also, just honestly, but yeah, just trusting the process. I would say, just trusting the process. That was the biggest thing I had to learn. Just process, be patient for your time. The time is going to come. You know, as long as you're patient, that gave you more time to, to sharpen your blade and and perfect your craft. And that's why you went out there this year and really looked at, you know, looked like a polished player uh, coming in to his own. And your arrow is definitely pointing in the right direction. Simba, where, where can people follow you on social media if they want to continue to follow your, your journey as you move uh, forward to the NFL? <laughs> follow me on Twitter. I go uh, NSW underscore five on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, those two I pretty much be on the most. So you can just follow me on that. It'll be pretty, I'll follow back for sure. And, uh, you know, social media is right now, so <laughs> trying to help on everybody's platform. We try trying to get your, your followers up, man. Try to get your following game up. <laughs> well, Simba, this has been fun, man. It's, it's it's been a pleasure to talk to you and big fan of your game and what you bring to the table. Again, guys that perform well in the biggest of games on the biggest of stages, you're definitely one of those, and you bring a ton of value to any NFL team that's out there listening. We wish you the best of luck moving forward.
Man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me.